their friendship started out by a chance introduction. It was a mutual friend who had introduced them, and really, it was their wives who saw the possibility of even becoming friends. And so the four of them began to gather together for dinner in each other's apartments and spend a couple holidays together. And then soon, the two guys started building a friendship based on their common values and interest in similar things. And this went really, really well <laughs> until it seemed like one of them began to shift. It was like his natural curiosity turned critical, his ideas turned fixed, his openness closed off, and his questions became more like, they felt like judgments. And in his mind, he was just asking questions, but for his friend, there was like a, a heavy weight and a judgment on him when they didn't see eye to eye, or he couldn't answer the questions just like his friend thought he should be able to. This is a StrengthsFinder Clifton Strengths analytical theme, in full throttle, with, without a meter. And for these guys, it was killing their friendship. Hi there, I am Becky Hammond, and you are tuning into the Isogo TV podcast from isogostrong.com. You know, you and I gather right here on this podcast to make relationships easier on your teens and in your families. And this is episode 95 in our Make Relationships Easier with Your Strengths series. And today we're chatting all about one of the 34 Clifton strengths, the analytical strength. You know, it's so easy to see the negative in our lives and just and focus in on that. But really, you can impact relationships by emphasizing the positive, the strengths that you already have. Yet sometimes, as you probably know, in that endeavor, the line between what you use as a strength and what can negatively affect your relationships is a very thin one. So let's continue to take a look at what it looks like to make relationships easier through the lens of analytical. Oh, analytical. As is true of most of our strengths, you can be so brilliant and so divisive. I see analytical strengths show up most often in the form of a healthy dose of skepticism and, and a magnitude of questions. And if this, if this is you, your analytical strength is always craving proof and it's skilled at seeing all the individual pieces that are required to make a good decision. So you make good decisions. You likely do a lot of thinking about the projects that you're a part of or the decisions that you need to make. And that time to think is what brings you the, the hands down best decisions. People want you on their team and in their lives for that precision and that accountability that you offer. So here's the thing that will help drive those relationships forward instead of back. The more you can enlighten the people around you about your thought process, the better your outcomes and then your relationships will be. Because sometimes it can, it can be challenging for others with a lesser degree of this strength to see the meaning of your questions. And just like in that story, they can take your innate sense of questioning and proofing as, as a more of a personal criticism. So your analytical strength will be most desired and most valuable as you explain the purpose of your questions and let others in on the mental processing that you do to get to that end result. So it's up to you with analytical as to how you decide to use this amazing analytical strength for good instead of bad. And as is true of every strength, the volume that you choose for this analytical strength in any situation will help you get to that point of making those relationships easier or that you can make them harder. So, and when it is an overdrive, you can drive others away by your rapid kind of seemingly uncaring rounds of questions. And, and like we said, they can feel like critiques and that's not 
what you're striving for as you're trying to build relationships uh, and make them easier around you to manage. So what do we do about that? Here's a couple ideas of ways to craft your environment to feed that analytical strength, making great decisions while still building stronger, easier relationships. First, start with a clarifying question to get buy-in or engage in some other way or topic. So for example, when you feel yourself starting to get questiony, and maybe even you are starting to feel critical or you're jumping to a judgment based on what you know to be true, instead of starting off your questioning firing range, start with a clar clarifying question like, hey, this is something that I'm totally into thinking about. Do you want to get in a discussion about it right now? Or uh, maybe we could talk about something else instead. Right? That takes a lot of insight and maturity. Or, or you could say, so are you comfortable with me trying to poke holes in the topic that we're talking about and the way that you might be thinking about it? I do this naturally and I can feel it just kind of coming on right now. And you'll be surprised at how well this sets up this conversation um, to go in a positive direction or instead of negative, or you can just decide to stop it altogether, which <laughs> will also make things more positive in this case as well. Okay, and then the second is to reframe your mindset of analytical. As we've been talking about, much of using our strengths to make relationships easier is about our mindset. And then the discipline or the commitment to follow that mindset through with action. It's the mindset to know and appreciate and dial in our own strengths, and then to know and appreciate and dial in the strengths of the people around us. So for this analytical strength, uh, with your mindset, you can start with the affirmative and move to the controversial with care. So here's what I mean by that. So you start with an open mindset that others who have not questioned or thought through as much of this or as well as you might have, that, that they might still have valid ideas. Uh, try practicing response phrases like, that's an interesting idea, or, ah, oh, I see your perspective there. Because, <laughs> look, after all, it's just their perspective that you're seeing, not agreeing with their idea necessarily. Or you could say something like, hey, we definitely all come from different perspectives. <laughs> it might seem cheesy to you, but it will start to get buy-in and better traction. You know, it'll help others kind of start to think that you realize that you're not thinking about just data and proof and facts, but they're also seeing them as a person with a different thought process altogether. And I know that if you are high in analytical strength, there is a good chance that you're rolling your eyes right now because response phrases and even mindset are not your normal wheelhouse with numbers and proof. They're kind of soft, right? But yet, as you incorporate these two things into your roles or your families, I bet, and you'll have to let me know, that the people around you will become responsive to, and to those compelling things that you say because they see that you're trying to care about them as much as your lovely data and facts. So, there we have it. At least scratching the surface about using your data and questions-oriented analytical strength to make relationships easier around you, on your team, or in your family, or both. If you operate from this analytical strength, or you know someone who does, I'd love to know, how does this description that we talked about and the actions that we came up with today, how do those sit with you? How do they resonate or how do they not? And maybe even better, what else would you do or do you do to dial in your analytical strength to make relationships easier around you? And this is not a rhetorical question either. You, you have so much to teach me along the way. 
So there's a couple ways that you can do this and join the conversation. You can comment on the blog post that goes up with this episode. That's over at isogostrong.com slash episode 95. Or you can head over to Instagram and tag or DM me at isogostrong with an example of your analytical strength when it was used well or maybe when it went a little astray. For both the website and Instagram, isogostrong is spelled I-S-O-G-O strong. You know, you and your strengths have the power to make a ripple effect on your family, on your team, and across the entire world. Make relationships easier and propel you to a flourishing family or team. So dial them in, take ownership for your mindset, make your relationships easier. And see you next time on Isogo TV.